You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. The car feature. 20 minutes to 2 o'clock. We are talking K53. Guys, when was the last time that you did that test? I got my driver's license at 18. I failed the first time. I passed the second time. I did do the driving school lessons. And unfortunately, I kind of already had an idea of how to drive when I got there. So I just kind of already had some bad habits that I needed to unlearn. Like, what? remember that five point five point what what so share with us all of your memories on k53 how many times did you fail you can be anonymous if you want to tell us about how you got your license before actually learning how to drive but this is your opportunity oh double one double eight three oh seven oh two and the WhatsApp line, 0727021702. We're joined on the line by Hein Jonker, Director and Chief Instructor of the Motorcycle Safety Institute of South Africa. Hein, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate the, the invite again. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and your audience. So whenever I think K53 and licensing, I always think about the issues with the, you know, the Department of Transport talking about booking and online systems. It's been a while since we've actually had a conversation around the content of the K53. Uh, yeah, true. It's, um, although, although, you know, the, the test uh, methods of K53, specifically for motorcycles, is a bit lacking um, compared to other vehicles. But it's still it's still a test, nonetheless. Um, and yeah, I mean, even with a simple test like this, you still learn a certain amount of skill. Yes. Uh, if you do, if you do go for training before you before you actually go and do the test itself. Yes. And and what would you say? I mean, I can't even remember. So if I recall, the learners was the multiple choice scratching out thing. Mm, that's correct. Yeah, that's the monkey puzzle learner license. Um, it's now all computer-based, yes. so it's, it's, it's quite user-friendly. And actually also at the end of the video uh, of the test, it actually forces you to watch a, a, an inter, um, educational video around road safety and, and, and so on, which I think is a really good idea. In the past, when the test was done on paper, obviously you couldn't watch a video on anything. Yes. So, yeah, and also I think that by doing it computer-based, we kind of cut out um, some amount of corruption and, 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 and so on with the um, test. Is, is there anything that has changed significantly in terms of the content over the past 20 years? Um, yes. Uh, yes. Um, apart from the video that they've forced you to uh, watch at the end of the of the test, um, the test has definitely been adapted as around our uh, changing uh, road conditions and traffic conditions, um, making people definitely more aware of of observations and the use of indicators and and um, and more of a um, defensive uh, driving techniques um, and so on. But in the end, it's it's our responsibility to take that to the next level, you know, enroll yourself into more advanced driving techniques or motorcycle riding techniques. In the end, the safety of, of the um, operator of that vehicle, it's, it's, it sits with the operator. Yes. So now, um, just in terms of, I mean, I'm trying to think about how much has really changed on our roads that the content would have needed to be updated. 
Yeah, well, specifically uh, the amount of congestion we have um, and also the, the demand for uh, delivery of vehicles that includes motorcycles. You know, if you look at the um, on the motorcycle side specifically, apart from just introducing you to the motorcycle controls, I'm talking about, let's say, 20 years ago, uh, even maybe longer than that, you would have been required to do a very simple um, learner's test, go right around the block or do a few maneuvers in the yard, and uh, you have your test. Today, that learner license definitely is more comprehensive because it takes you through um, your road rules, which is a, a vital piece of information, and also road signs. A lot of people don't know what road signs mean, and I think that's probably why we have the accidents we have on yeah. our roads because people ignore those road signs or perhaps don't understand them. Uh, or, um, you know, they sit simply sit in the car, driving otherwise occupied instead of trying to identify road signs and what they mean and teaching other occupants in the car, like our kids and the future operators of, of, of vehicles on our roads, what these things mean. Um, yeah, so uh, around that, so the, 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 the um, theory parts, the uh, road rules, that is the major part that has changed over the last 20 years on the on the learner license test for both sides, vehicles and motorcycles. So let's talk about these codes. Has anything changed? Because I recall many years ago, many people would be saying they're doing code 10. And my understanding is they were doing code 10 because they actually didn't want to parallel park. Uh, that is true, um, although that's not really my, my category, but I know for a fact um, with colleagues in the driving school arena or for, for vehicles and, 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 and uh, heavy goods vehicles, yeah, they would rather avoid going with the Code 8 because that forces them to do the parallel parking and with Code 10, it is not the case. Uh, I'm not sure as to how the laws or the test methods has changed to, um, to curb that um, shortcut. A lot of people benefited from that, rather going code 10 instead of code 8. <laughs> yes, and now they go into congested areas where they need to park and they don't know how to park. <laughs> yeah, I think the best thing is when you find a mall and go park straight face in and then trying to prove <laughs> something to, to your passengers that you can parallel park, but uh, when you actually get out of the car, you're still in the left-hand lane, not in the parking place. Uh. Yes, yes. From your perspective, do you think the corruption um, has decreased over the years and has been dealt with? Uh, dealt with, I think that's an ongoing thing, but as far as decreased, yes, most definitely. Um, yes, from, from personal experiences in the past, it's definitely been uh, been taken care of, handled very quickly, um, but it's, it's still ongoing. I think yeah, if you still have the human element, we will always try and find shortcuts in easy ways. I think that's a human thing. But... Um, uh, in the end, the wheel turns and people taking shortcuts in the end, um, it comes around and bites you. It's yes. Um, Lerato uh, um, on WhatsApp says, honestly speaking, it's a few people who pass their license without a bribe, even if you can drive. Unfortunately, that's true. In some areas, it's actually worse than in others. Um, it's definitely true. I just think um, that the, the feet on the ground, people that are actually um, should be looking out for these things and, uh, are a few, and therefore you have uh, many people getting away with these uh, little tricks of the trade.
Mm-hmm. Let's listen to some of the voice notes that came through. I was asking earlier about people's experiences with failing and which code they took and if they were willing to be anonymous and share with us if they are those individuals that got a car first drove around, didn't have a license, or maybe you got your license first and then had to go to driving school to learn how to drive. Here are their voice notes. Hi, Rilebukhile, and thank you for the lovely show, as always. You know, with driving, I've been driving since 2009, and my husband is the one that taught me how to drive. I've never been to a driving school and I only got my license last year, you won't believe. I've been failing, I've been failing, but with driving, everything is perfect. Only last year that I got my license, and it's a code 10 as well. But parallel parking, I'm the best. Even he knows what we are. So I've never been to a driving school. I only went to a driving school through um, getting the license, but other than that, I, um, uh, my husband taught me how to drive. No, babes. Can we just be real with her, Hein? The reason you failed <laughs> is because your husband taught you to drive. And what I have experienced, Hein, is when you're taught to drive by somebody who has bad habits on the road because all these things went out the window, then you're mm-hmm. going to go in with bad habits and without following the rules that you actually get marked on. Uh, true. It's a, it's a nasty wave that they get on and start riding. Um, uh, even on the motorcycle side as well, we try and encourage people not to train their family uh, or wife or whatever. And over the years, I've had many times where the husband came and said, please teach my wife to ride. And I said, well, I'm glad you do that because I think it also saved the marriage. Yes, um, yes. To keep those arguments and whatever. But yeah, um, it's definitely not a good idea to have family uh, train you, especially if they have bad habits. Um, Get off the bus. Yes. Mrs. Bosch says, I did code 10 driver's license because I was avoiding parallel parking. There are so many (laughs) of you. I don't know how you survive because sometimes the only parking is parallel parking, that it's off street parking. What do you do? And they, eh, yo, uh uh, no, I could never. Here's another voice note. (laughs) Hi, 702. On the driver's license topic, I was fortunate enough. there was a family farm and even in primary school I would try driving the bucky and so on and driving the tractor. Early high school um, I had to drive the tractor um, standard six, standard seven holidays and so on. So by the time I got my learner's license I was very proficient at driving and uh, I even drove to school from about grade 11 onwards. Uh, Got my license at at the start of grade 12. Uh, so yeah, by the time I got my license, I was very well versed in driving and it's, it was just ticking the boxes of the rules of the road. But uh, yeah, that was my personal experience. Uh, anonymous from Pretoria. Thank you so much. Hein, have you found that many people actually learned, it, it, particularly men, learned to drive when they were teenagers just at home? Yeah, I can associate with uh, the guy called in from Pretoria, definitely. I also learned on the farm uh, in my dad's uh, bucky and my granddad's bucky. Um, and by the time we got to the time we get our licenses, it was a piece of cake. So it definitely, definitely helps um, if you can. But obviously, I don't encourage that if you don't have, your, if you don't have a, a learner license that you start driving around in a, in a public place where you're not legally allowed to. 
but it definitely helps. You know, it really helps if you've got past experience or if you've got a parent that could take you out somewhere on a non-public road and start teaching the basics. And if it's possible financially, work with a, a, a reputable driving school. It really helps. I mean, I, I decided to put my son, I uh, taught him the basics, and then I decided to give him uh, to a, a local driving school, and they taught him all the technical uh, nitty-gritty of, of passing the test, and um, it became that problem, and he passed his test the first time. When yes. He went for his test. So it, it really helps if one can afford to, you know, and you get hold of a reputable driving school instructor. Yes, really completely helps. agreed. Let's go to Godfrey in Randburg. Hi, Godfrey. Hey, Godfrey, how are you? Good, thanks, and you? Uh, for me, it was worse, man. I, 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 I learned how to drive when I was nine years old because ah. I used to drive my granddad. So he used to go and uh, have some combo tea. When he's, uh, when he's having dinner, he would say, I won't drive. Then I'll take, I'll take him home. When I'm busy driving at the location, the cops will spot me. They will chase me like, I don't know. I, after that, I drove nine years without a driver's license. I bought a car before even I had a license. What? So how, how did you get away with it other than Jojo Godfrey? Mama, I will drive so fast to a point where if, uh, all I'm thinking for, if I can get at home, my old man will be able to cover me. <laughs> That's all I... Huh? <laughs> a nine-year-old? Now, yes, now I'm old. I mean, I've been driving for nine years. After that, without having a driver's license. I bought two cars before I can ever, even have a license. So, so do you have a license today? Can we resolve that? Yes, yes. No, no, now I have. I, uh, huh? I, I, I had my license when I was 19. And how many times <laughs> did you fail, Godfrey? I failed Elena's once, but not to driving. <laughs> you <laughs> you know, at, at driving school, they would want you to have both hands on a steering. For yes. me, I thought I was clever. One hand spinning. Yeah, they said you failed. I was so angry. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Godfrey, there's so many of you, though. Hi, and what are your thoughts on what Godfrey's saying? I'm a little bit traumatized that he's nine. I'm thinking about the nine-year-olds in my life, and I cannot imagine them driving me. Uh, yeah, no, that's a, a classic and a very um, a humorous example. Um, but hey, a man's got to do what a man's got to do. And if you've got to do it with one end of the steering wheel. <laughs> my goodness, my goodness. All right, uh, a WhatsApp says, Hi, uh, uh, 7.02 Afternoons with Lebrile. My mother taught me to drive, failed once, got it the second time. Even with learners, failed once, got it the second time. Never been in a driving school. I don't even know if you start by greeting or you go straight to class or the car when you get there that was in 1997 Rian in Pretoria wants to know on K53 what percentage of South Africans have legitimate driver's licenses and I don't think you would have the accurate answer to that Hein. No, no, definitely not No, definitely not. Uh, it will be a shock though but uh, I definitely don't have uh, that kind of figure no. Yes, do, do you but maybe I, I have must, I, must, I must add to that lady um, about her mom Teaching us definitely, and uh, if if your parents have good habits, um, then yeah, and, and you don't want to go to a driving school, fine. But going through a driving school or a riding school, it just takes off that edge of of, of anxiety. At yes, least you know what to expect, and you've been trained to do this and do that and go there. They meet you at the test centre and they take you through, go stand there, do this, do that. So really, it really helps. So if you want to 
you're a nervous person, then other works through a driving school uh, um, compared to a parent and you go there, you're not sure where to stand, what form to fill in and, and so on. It really helps. All right. Another one says, my younger brother taught himself to drive a manual using YouTube. He drives really well, but he definitely has bad habits that a driving school will have to unteach him when the time for an actual driver's test arrives. We are learning how to drive on YouTube, guys. Seriously. Wow. Wow. It's, I think it's, it's about the same. YouTube is free. The only other option is to go pay at, a, at an arcade game and, and get one of those war game cars. <laughs> I did that once or twice in one of those racing racing games, and I ended up more going against traffic than going with traffic. So I stopped playing those games. Yes, yes. All right. Another one says corruption is rife. Person came to us, picked up the lady, took her to someone, got learners. Four weeks later, 7 a.m., had a 30-minute lesson in a truck at Marlborough. 9 a.m., did the test with guaranteed pass. Six weeks later, collected the license, uh, but I reported the matter. This is from Mike, who says, I got no response. Um, I mean, what happens in cases like this? I think you've already touched on it to say that um, they are being addressed, but, you know, people will be people. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, locally, uh, close to close to Durban, there was a test centre. Actually, it was actually shut down because of that. Because half, or more than half of the um, examiners were found uh, to be guilty of, 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 of taking bribes and so on. Um, in the end, it definitely will catch you. Some are, are quick about it. Others take takes a little longer. Uh, you might get away with it two, three times, and then uh, the wheel the wheel does turn. Yes, yes. These things can't go on forever, and it definitely doesn't. Some people do get away with it, but, you know, um, we work with people's lives here. So if you take shortcuts like this, uh, it shows that person that they can get away with shortcuts in life in general, and somewhere that's going to be a bad shortcut that person takes. Um, And also, you you give someone a license without the proper test, and um, next day that person goes and he has an accident and kills himself or kills other people. And it's on that examiner or on that instructor from that driving school. Yes. And yes. it's caused a bad, bad thing. So in the end, it really, if that person, the corrupt person doesn't pay, someone is going to pay. I completely, yeah. completely agreed. I'm going to close off with a message from Marguerite from Observatory saying, my mom taught me to drive in the cemetery. She said, at least there, I wouldn't kill anyone as they were already dead. Thank